0: Welcome to The Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbrough and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but
1: serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
2: Alright, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. Uh, As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, twenty-five seventy-two City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can go there, you can watch... uh, Women's soccer? You can watch the Women's World Cup. That's banned in the Marlboro House because my wife is a chauvinist and hates all women's sports. Uh, You can watch the first place Houston Astros continue to kick all sorts of ass. Um, You could watch the ticker on ESPN mentioned that the Pelicans paid full price for a point guard with a bum leg. You know? Um, oh,
1: God, don't go there. I
2: won't. Well, me and Andrew could just go on for hours. With the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, they support us so you should support them. All right, listen, people have been tw- tweeting at me. Direct messaging me with really angry, me things. They're like, "Hey, you said if we had 50 retweets, you would read us an Andy Tanner poem, and you would write it, and you would read it on the podcast." And it's been like three weeks, and you haven't done it. Um, so it's not that we didn't we weren't going to do it. We just forgot. And and and, and fair, Kevin Junior golette did some really dumb shit the last couple of t- couple of weeks, which we had to cover in in full. So it wasn't like we were just avoiding stuff.
0: No, no, uh, no, no, no. I, I like Instead this. Instead of paying things off. Yeah. yeah. I, I like this, that Junior
1: Gallet is getting blamed for even things he hasn't done.
2: Well, I mean, it's like a scapegoat. You know, Junior Gallet, I'm surprised people hate him so much. I'm surprised they didn't blame him for, like, you can blame Junior Gallette for anything. He's like a, like a fire extinguisher. Break glass. Blame Junior. So anyway, I wrote the I wrote the Paul, Andrew, Andy Tanner poem. I'm going to read it now, and Kevin and Andrew.
1: Kevin and, Ralph can't
0: even say the word poem right. I know. He can't say Andy Tanner.
2: <laughs> <It's true. laughs> I made I a tweet that, I, that sometimes I, uh, you know, I can pronounce Andy Tanner right most of the time, and it was truer than the. That I knew
1: when I Hey, Ralph, that. real quick, you want to take a stab at that uh, defensive tackle for LSU, that, his name, the one that just, just got kicked just, off the team?
2: Just a clue or whatever? I just, <laughs> I don't even know. Do you want to take a shot at that?
1: No, actually, I don't.
2: That guy. I think Les Miles is like, you're not good enough to have that complicated of a name. Um, so, anyway, here's the Andy Tanner poem. Warrior. Poet, knight, the shining example of a short, white, overachieving white guy—only the good Lord can make you. Andy Tanner have never caught a pass, but receptions don't measure greatness. John Lever, John Lennon never caught an NFL pass, and he's a genius. Case closed. We love you, Andy Tanner, not because you are fast or big or even an a CFL level receiver. <laughs> We love you, Andy Tanner, because even with four years of no games played, no catches, and no hilarious arrest or vines like Junior, you march on. Like 2011, 2012, 2013, and 2014, 2015 won't be your year. No matter, true love needs no accomplishments. Just like message board guy who doesn't need correct grammar. While others look at you and see failure or a flea market dollar store reject version of Wes Welker, we see grit, true grit, like in the movies or a toddler chasing a cat. Rock on, Andy Andy Tanner. You are a preseason god, legend, and champion to slow white people everywhere. In our dreams, you will dominate August forever. But dreams aren't real. Coach wants to see you and bring your playbook.
1: <laughs> that was great. I, I was really hoping you would uh, mention his preseason prowess. So well done.
2: I worked. I worked like almost half of my lunch on that poem.
1: Yeah, that was great.
2: Yeah, I'm like uh, Byron, uh, Lord Byron. Um, so <laughs> I, thought, I thought I
1: heard a golf clap in the back there. Was that you, Kevin? No, that had no. That had to be his cat. That,
2: that was my. That was my wife clapping for the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my wife. I am totally off subject. Seeing my wife in the Astros pennant race, her insanity for mid-June baseball games is ramped up like about 100 degrees. And her intensity for baseball games when the Astros were losing 100 games a year was like 75-80. I can't even fathom what she's going to be like in September, or if the Astros make the playoffs, she's going to be a pregnant lunatic watching a baseball game. It's going to be very, very. Exciting. It's going to be
1: like Junior Gallet on cocaine.
2: It, pro- it might be. It might be, or it's like Junior Gallet on cocaine doing a vine or a periscope. Um. All right. Uh, Saints news? There isn't really any. Junior didn't get arrested this week, or do a or do, or do something dumb. Yeah. So we are um, we are going to uh, start breaking down position each position the Saints have. So this week we're going to start. We're starting with quarterback and running backs. We'll do like a combo. Um, so I guess Kevin, my first thing with quarterbacks is my thing that i kind of been uh, arguing with people back and forth, and I think even me and Andrew argued it a little bit, was when you get to 37 and 38, basically, quarterback, you're kind of on borrowed time, but maybe not really. So Drew is what? He's going to be 36 going into this year, Andrew, or 37?
1: 36, yeah.
2: So I guess, Kevin, are you expecting the – Drew Brees that we've gotten for nine years, are we really going to see a decline? Not this sort of internet made up. He's declining, but not really. Are we? Is this the year where we're like, oh yeah, he's really starting to slip? You think?
0: No, absolutely not. He's listen. He's gonna pass. He's gonna pass for you know anywhere from forty-two to forty-five hundred yards. Uh, he's going to throw about thirty touchdowns, and that's what we're getting. I mean, it, it, the only the only way that we are not getting thirty touchdown catches is 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 if the receiver. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your
3: Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry So I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
0: Don't, uh, don't step up. Like, I mean, because look, you lost Jimmy Graham, so you're going to have to replace that production. So... I, I, I'm intrigued to see where 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 a lot of those touchdowns will come from. Uh, you know, Colston's a year older, so.
2: Well, here's a here's a good here's a good question, Andrew, and we'll get to the, the backup quarterback in, backs in just a second. But but I feel like that this, that Drew Brees is and, and Sean Payton even you can combo the two of them. They're going to have a big huge chip on their shoulder because. You're going to read in every preview magazine, and you're going to probably have 6,000 articles written by Nick Underhill and Duncan and Triplett and all that about how the passing game's probably not going to be as good and all that. And sort of, it's sort of like, I don't know how you put it, but it's sort of like a challenge to Sean Payton and Drew Brees to, like, can you really do it now that Jimmy Graham and Kenny Stills are gone? And I think it's it's, it's an interesting thing to For motivation, because you knew Drew Brees, he always kind of has a chip on his shoulder. So, how do you think he'll respond to it?
1: Well, I think you know a lot of people are pointing back to that Pittsburgh game, uh, which I thought, and I think Stan Verrett made that point that you know obviously Graham didn't catch any passes that day, and uh, that was arguably Brees' I mean it was his best game last year and one of his best ever uh, with the Saints. And uh, you know, there's some merit to that. I, I still think Jimmy Graham is a decoy is a pretty significant piece uh, that defenses have to pay attention to. And when he's not on the field at all, big difference between that and him catching no passes. Um, so that's one thing I'd highlight. But, uh, I mean, I agree with you. I do think that's going to be the, the biggest question mark and, and the biggest, you know, test, if you will, for how, how are they going to be able to duplicate the numbers that they've done in the past. And I see no reason to suggest, based on the talent, on the roster right now uh, that they would be able to, if I'm being honest. I mean, I I think you look at, yes, I mean, the Saints were able to to be explosive without Jimmy Graham. You know, before that they had Shockey and, you know, they had other playmakers. But, you know, I just look at an aging Colston and a Brandon Cooks. You know, Brandon Cooks hopefully in year two. I mean, I think he's ready to burst onto the scene and become an incredible player. But um, we don't know if we have a number one receiver in him yet. We think so. Uh, and then beyond that, I mean, there's you know Nick Toon and a bunch of undrafted oh, good, guys stop, and,
2: it Nick Toon. stop it with Nick Toon already. you know we're, we're on no you know, I know we are four of Nick Toon, for Christ's sake.
1: I agree. I agree mm-hmm. with you, but so I mean but that's who, who the saints are counting on and I mean, when you're telling well, me we got to replace Stills and and, and Jimmy Graham. I, 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 I'm, I, I don't know that I see those guys being able to do
0: wickets. Well, I just that.
2: think if you want to say Jones or Coleman could do it, They haven't done it. I I don't know about them. So that's a question. They are a question mark. I'm not sure. I've seen Nick Toon for three years. He is what he is. And it's not very good. I mean, maybe I'll be wrong. But, like, name me a receiver that, like, was, like, mediocre and terrible for three years and then in year four became good and, like, went on to a Hall of Fame career. I mean, I
1: you know? Yeah, I mean, Chris Carter's a guy that got better later in his career.
2: Yeah, but he had a Coke problem.
1: True. <laughs> well, you don't know that Nick New- Toon doesn't.
2: Well, uh, allegedly. <laughs> we, don't want to, we don't want to disparage poor Nick Toon. Kevin, no. um, as far as the other quarterbacks, not that we know Grayson and, and, and Ryan Griffin. Who We know Ryan Griffin can survive well, hold on. a bar well, Ralph.
1: One, Ralph, one thing I was going to say real quick before you, you change the subject on this is – you know, I, I think the Saints noticed that. I think they noticed without Graham, we're weaker. And so, you know, how how are we going to get better in the passing game? We're going to get better by giving Breeze more time. And that's why they've invested in the offensive line. And mm. we're going to get better because we're going to be better running the football. And that's mm. going to give Breeze more time. Yeah. Uh, and so I think they're going to maybe try to help Breeze, not so much with the weapons and the players he's throwing to, more so than – Having a more balanced offense and better protection up front.
2: Kevin, I think it's going to be really interesting for the backup quarterback that we've had in a while. I mean, we're going to watch the preseason games all the way to, to the end. If you
0: can't, well, can. well, not me. Not you. Not you. But no. like,
2: if I gave you, if I gave you, if I gave you oh, two hundred dollars, Kevin, and I said, go to Vegas, and you have to predict to me. Ryan Griffin or Luke McCown, who is on the roster as the second quarterback?
0: I'm Lee. I would say uh, I'd probably say Luke McCown. Like, I don't know why. I, I, and again, I'm not. A, I my memory for this is shit. But <laughs> something like. Doesn't Sean Payton uh, tend to have more of a veteran guy as his yeah. main backup? Yeah. I mean, I mean, when he did, like, again... Well, if, Chase Daniel,
2: if, didn't he, he? Chase Daniel was the backup starting his second year or third year? I forget.
0: Yeah. Well, who was there before him?
2: They had Jamie Martin for a year in 06.
0: Brunel. Right. Brunel. Right. I know they had Jamie... Okay. And then Brunel for a few years, but then who who was after that? Chase Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Did she, what was did they have a situation where all three of them were on the roster?
2: Chase, I think they had a year where Chase Dan, where it was Breeze, Brunel, and Chase Dan Daniel on, yeah. the, okay. on the practice squad, maybe.
0: Okay, I can see. See, I would say that. That uh, Peyton preferred Brunel, known commodity, and he let Chase Daniel sit. And then when they decided they were done with Brunel, they said, ah, fuck it. Uh, You know, Chase Daniel uh, will be the guy. So now that they got a shot at a player who's actually started games, I would definitely say Luke McCown, and they could probably throw... Uh, Ryan Griffin on the practice squad for a year well, and a, see what happens here's,
2: there. Here's the thing, though, Andrew. If you're Ryan Griffin, and you he, he had a chance to go to the Rams when they had massive quarterback injuries in, what was it, 2013, I think,
1: mm-hmm. and,
2: and he said no. But if you're Ryan Griffin and the Saints, that you know they got Grayson, so he's going to be the long-term player, and they keep McNown and they're going to keep three quarterbacks on the roster, and they're like, hey, Ryan, you can go to the practice squad. If you're Ryan Griffin, isn't at that point you're like, there's no future for me here. If another team comes along and wants to put you on the roster and give you a chance, you're going. I mean, at at, at that point, if the Saints want you to be the fourth quarterback on the practice squad, don't you have to say bye-bye?
1: Well, no. Well, I think no, and the reason why is because um, unless he's getting claimed – you know, if he, if he clears waivers, because he can't get put on the practice squad unless he clears he's waivers down. once he's been cut. So if he clears waivers, then then at that point, basically every NFL team is passed on you. And so then you're just like, God, I hope I can get a job. That's true. You know, so if the Saints want to keep you and put you on the practice squad another year, I think you do it. Uh, and, and I think the reasons why you would is you're comfortable in the system, you know the playbook. You, I feel like that's gonna that's got to give you some advantage over the competition maybe coming in the following year. Um, But, you know, I was surprised that McCown was the backup last year. I mean, I think towards the end of preseason, uh, he he outperformed Griffin, and Griffin slipped a little bit. But I remember in training camp, Griffin was maybe even slightly better and early in preseason. uh, It was really neck and neck. And, um, you know, I felt like Griffin was pretty good. And so uh, I was a little disappointed to not see him beat out McCown last year. Um, and I agree with, with Kevin. I think you know, Peyton tends to go with uh, what he trusts. And so I think at this point, Gr- Gr- Griffin having not ascended yet, maybe stops him from being able to do it.
2: There's know, our friend
1: Dave. But yeah, I hope, you I hope we're Griffin can are starting fucking win.
3: podcast at 8 o'clock and you don't fucking call me. I, I called I'm you. I'm sitting here for 30 fucking minutes <laughs> wondering what the fuck is going on.
2: <laughs> and I finally
3: check Skype, and it says, oh, join ongoing call. Oh, everybody's uh, just doing the fucking podcast about me. We don't need Dave. Let's just keep going. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing Mal, bro? Jesus Christ. Get your <laughs> head out of your ass.
1: Well, well been doing this perfect, It's perfect, perfect timing because we're talking about your boy, Ryan Griffin. Yeah, oh we're
3: just... doing Dave God, we've only been doing this podcast for like four fucking years. <laughs> All right,
1: all right, listen, Dave, Dave. Stop Jeez. complaining. Stop whining. <laughs> Did he call you, Andrew? Did he call you, Jim? No,
3: actually Andrew called me, I think. No, he I texted you,
1: all Kelly. you guys and I said I was ready to do the podcast. Right. Did you not get that text? Called. Well that should have been your first heads up to get on Skype. <laughs> oh my god.
2: So Dave, is your boy <laughs> No, the first heads
3: up should have been need eight podcast. I maybe at eight o'clock.
2: <laughs> I apologize, Dave. Blame the host. You, all, only thing you missed was. Bandit. And, what's that? All you, all, only thing you missed was Andy Tanner poetry, and. Um, I, did I miss the Andy? You did. You'll have to download. Oh fuck. It. Uh,
1: we we didn't we didn't miss your <laughs> shitty audio quality though. <laughs> no, I can, I can mean, tell you that. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't I don't know what to tell you about the
3: audio quality. I, I'm on Skype. I'm outdoors. I'm not in a basement. If it still sucks now, I mean, like, there's really, I, I can't do anything about it.
2: I think that the last five seconds is the best audio, Dave, you've ever had, wherever you well, are. Well,
3: for the, for, I'll tell you what. Just don't move.
2: Minutes, don't wait, move, you
3: know Dave. What, wait, No, no, you know what? For the last 30 minutes, my fucking audio was crystal fucking high def clear, but you didn't fucking call me, so you didn't <laughs> hear it.
0: Uh, I
2: think I'm gonna, Dave. I like Angry Dave. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna bring Dave in late every week, especially <laughs> especially when the Saints lose during the year, and it'll just be fucking a wave of anger, man. You you are like you are like, I'll, I'll drop some politics. You are like Anton Scalia when it doesn't go his way, from the bench, man. You are just spitting hot fire. I like.
1: All it. right. Dave, pop a Lexapro or a Zoloft or whatever it is you take and and calm down.
3: Hey, maybe we should call Dave. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I blame you guys more.
0: (laughs) Dave,
2: is your boy Ryan Griffin, is he going to make the Saints this year?
3: Uh, God, I don't know. Um, I really don't know. I I mean, I kind of – you know, you know, people talk about Garrett Grayson being Drew Brees' heir apparent, which may be the case. But I think the, the first step for Garrett Grayson is to be the backup number two guy, which means putting McCowan and Griffin out of a job. So um, I, I honestly don't know.
1: Well, here, let me put this view out there, and then I want to hear if you guys agree with this. I think the Saints have to keep three quarterbacks on the roster this year because I don't think Grayson is going to be ready – to be the backup. Like, I don't think the Saints are going to cut McCown and Griffin and be like, yep, Grayson's our backup quarterback. We're just keeping two. So I think they have to keep three because if they cut Grayson, then he goes through waivers and another team would probably no, they him. Can't so, cut' him. No, they can't cut Grayson. Yeah, I probably, yeah. So, I, I probably agree with that,
3: Andrew. Who I, who I would like to see them sign is that, that kid from Westlake High School that was slinging balls at Drew Brees in Austin uh, yesterday on that video. That kid had a fucking cannon arm.
2: He could be the next – he could be the quarterback version of Andy Tanner.
1: He could be the next Sean Canfield.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) Cohen Canfield was – he – they – I mean, not to say – I mean, it's hard to say you ever waste a seventh-round pick because they're pretty worthless. But if you can waste a seventh-round pick, the Saints did so when they drafted Canfield. I mean, seriously, that guy.
1: Yeah, but you know what the Saints have turned seventh-round picks into? Marcus Colston, Zach Streif, Paris Harrelson –
2: yeah, Paris. Well, Paris Harris, and they traded away a future Colston for Paris <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, right.
1: true. Bad All move, right.
2: Dave. We're also going to break down running backs. So, what running back for the wait, team? wait,
1: wait? I want to go around the horn. So, who who's, who is on the roster and who's cut?
2: Kevin.
0: Uh, I'm saying McCown is on the roster, and the third guy is going to be uh, Grayson.
2: Dave. We lost Dave. We lost Dave. We lost Dave. He's gonna come.
0: He's gonna you come. Call back. he going gotta call him back now.
2: He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna come back. He's gonna be so angry. He might murder me.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Griffin. I was surprised. Griffin was close last year. Yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna do it this year. I'm gonna say Breeze. Griffin's the backup, and then Grayson will be number three.
2: There's Dave. Dave. Mm-hmm. Three quarterbacks on the roster. Who or, or who? What quarterbacks are on the roster, and which aren't?
3: Griffin and Grayson are on it.
2: Ooh.
3: I'd oh, say my. McCown. You know, maybe gone. Yeah. Uh, it's tough, though. It really, it really is a tough call. I'm
2: gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it's gonna be McCown and Grayson. I just. I mean. I, I just think, Andrew, if, if Griffin, last year was the year, man, and if he couldn't get over the hump, he's, yeah. he's never, get, you know.
1: No, it's a fair. It's a fair statement.
2: So, all right, running back, uh, C.J. Spiller, who do we, get? we got? We got Spiller, we got Ingram, and what else we got, Andrew?
1: We got uh, Kyrie Robinson. Oh, yeah. We've got Tim Hightower. We've got Marcus Murphy. And I'm blanking on one more guy. We've got a camp body. Anybody got the Saints roster up? No. Who, There's one yeah. more guy. They, he was with the Saints last year, and he, he, I think he was okay. Yeah. Um, he's going to get cut. Let's be honest.
2: You had, high t- you had a really early 2015-53-man roster, and you had Hightower over Murphy. And, man, I just, if that's close, Andrew, I just can't see him keeping Hightower over a rookie.
1: Well, the reason I said that, so let me explain that. So, yeah, in my extremely early, ridiculously early 53-man roster, I kept four running backs, uh, you know, the three, Kyrie being the third, the three obvious ones. And then I had Hightower as the fourth. And the reason for that is I thought Murphy as a seventh-round pick.
2: Edwin Baker.
1: had it Edwin Baker's the other guy, yeah. I thought Murphy had a decent shot at being stashed away on the practice squad, first of all. And the Saints and Jalen Saunders have another guy that return, can return kick. So yeah. unless something happens to him, they can kind of stash Murphy away and then bring him up if an injury were to happen. The other thing is, Murphy's skill set-wise is kind of a duplicate of Spiller. and He would do the same things. And so it's kind of pointless to have two guys like that on the roster. You'd rather have a guy like Hightower that can take a beating and run up the yeah, middle here, and spell Ingram.
2: Here's my only concern with that is if Murph if Murphy does what he does in college where he ran back seven kicks. If he does that once in a preseason game, they can't cut him if they really want to keep him cuz they'll he'll never get through waivers cuz they'll be yeah. third of the 31 other teams. Somebody will need a kick returner and they'll be like we're getting Murphy. He ran, a, he ran a kickback in a preseason game. Sign him. You know?
0: Yeah. Well,
1: well, if he runs a kickback in preseason, he'll make the team for sure.
2: So, Dave, That's how Joe
1: Morgan made the team originally.
2: Dave, but getting back to Robinson, is he a guy, do you think, because he was starting to get carries last year and then he got injured. Over, under for carries for him, if I said he's going to get over 75 carries, would you take mm. that bet?
3: No, nah, I would take I would take the under. I mean, I think I think Robinson will will get his fair share, but seventy five seems uh, seems a little bit high. You know, I I see them using Robinson, you know, late in games uh, to spell Mark Ingram to give him a break if the Saints are winning big and they want to grind some clock. Uh, definitely, that's Kyrie Robinson time. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with how the Saints are doing in the season and if they're if they're winning a lot of games uh, early and, you know, if they're winning games in the fourth quarter. But um, – and then obviously, of course, Mark Ingram's uh, health, uh, you know, because if, if Mark Ingram gets injured, Kyrie Robinson definitely – Yes. – don't you mean when right
2: – don't you mean when Ingram gets injured?
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I suppose mean, that's fair. You, you can't. You can't. It's hard to blame Ingram for.
2: No, it's just it's, for, with Ingram. For being it's,
3: injured on a regular basis. I mean, the nature of his position is. I mean, those no, guys just really it's they fair. Beating.
2: It's all the thing is with Ingram. it's not like a. At least it's not a chronic one thing over and over again. It's, it, but it's always something with Ingram. But but Kevin, I do have. I a mean, thirteen back
3: games out of. If he, if if we got thirteen games this year out of Ingram, I, I would consider that pretty good.
2: No, I think it's fair. I mean, Kevin, I did think of a running back question for you. When we have our auction fantasy draft for uh, the Chronic Podcast Fantasy League, you can join. Uh, how much will I spend for CJ Spiller, and how ridiculous will that amount be?
0: The correct amount is way too much.
2: <laughs> it is. It is. And I'm going
0: to say probably at least fifteen. At least fifteen dollars over whatever Yahoo or ESPN has them slotted at. So like. If, so he's slotted at 41 so like if he slotted if jesus he slotted at 41 you're hitting you're you're gonna <laughs> somebody is gonna get you to go over 55 and, and, and then he's gonna
1: have turf toe in week two and it's gonna linger for like eight <laughs> weeks
2: yeah i think i need to stay away from Saints players i i when i i touch them been with fantasy plague.
0: It wasn't even Saints players, man. You fucking spent a ton of money on a Cleveland running back. I
2: did. I did. Who was it? I can't even remember. Was it, it Ben Tate? It was. Oh, geez. It was. Uh. it was Ben Tate. I spent a lot of money on Ben <laughs> Tate. I, my fantasy. Like, if you tried to construct a fantasy team that was that bad, you couldn't have succeeded. Like no, it took, it took a special kind of talent to do that. It was like, it was like the '72 Miami Dolphins, but the exact opposite. <laughs> um, so we got some Twitter questions in.
1: Uh, Wait, so are we going to predict around the home okay. on that who they keep uh, at running back?
2: I, I guess so. Go ahead, Andrew. Well you
1: well you already I already told you mine, so I, I think they're gonna try to stash Murphy on the uh practice squad and keep Saunders as the returner, so they keep four, Tim Hightower as the fourth. Dave. Well is Saunders is Saunders a running back or a wide receiver? Well he's a receiver, but I, the reason why I tie him in a Murphy spot is because they're basically giving the Saints the same skill set yeah. of returning kicks.
2: Can they can either of them play gunner?
1: Uh, I think Saunders did a little bit, yeah.
3: I mean, I think, I view Saunders as the next Courtney Roby, hopefully, if we're lucky.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, Saunders was impressive at the end of last year.
2: Well, he was, he was actually good, and he, compared to the Saints return game for the last, like, however many years, he looked like a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, I
3: mean, he was the only one that did a damn thing.
2: So, uh, I mean, Sproles was Really good in 11, 2011 at points. So, I, Dave, Kevin, give your running back picks. If you, I mean, see, it's, so it's
3: Ingram, Kyrie, Spiller, um, and I, I don't know whether they stash Murphy on the on the practice squad. They he, they may IR him. He's uh, <laughs> not even injured
2: yet. They do it. it could. Well,
3: yeah, who gives a shit? They're going to do it anyway.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're going to break his legs. They don't play by the rules.
2: So, um, so, Kevin, if I if I gave you $200 and I sent you to Vegas and I said, the odds of Murphy being the preseason darling of message board guy and newspaper writers everywhere, do you think that would be a good bet? Is Kevin gone? Kevin is gone.
3: Excellent. Well, this is just going so well.
2: It is. It's just going so well as we as we try to get held back. That was a good question. And that guy's a Missouri guy, so there's like a
0: 10% chance that Kevin might know him.
3: <laughs> Not personally, just no, know of him. Know
0: of him. Kevin, are you there? Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what, man. Fucking Skype. fucking Skype is dropping calls like fucking Jim Hazlitt-era Devery Henderson is dropping passes, man. This is terrible. Skype, you are fucking terrible. You know
3: what, what, Kevin? I'm I'm very happy and very proud that you (laughs) limited your Devery Henderson pass dropping to just the Hazlitt-era.
0: Yeah, but that's when it was egregious. (laughs) <laughs> it was a great it was he, bad. Was like,
2: he was like a he was like a four year old trying to catch a beach ball.
1: Uh Kevin. You know, I got I gotta hand it to Devery because he he was in the Saints fan doghouse for a long he he was in Jason David Toy Cook territory with the drop passes. And then he miraculously kinda fixed his problem. He was and ended up being well liked.
2: He was a recurring punchline. When I produced Buddy D's show in 2004, it was a running gag with him and Kenny Wilkerson of, is Devery Henderson going to play this week? And he didn't play at all the whole year. Well, he so, was a
3: cool guy. I yeah. liked him. He was very mellow, low-key. Uh, he sort of never let anything really bother him.
2: So this is the question I asked you, Kevin, before you dropped out. Murphy, the the kid who's from Missouri and is a kick returner, is he going to be the preseason darling of Saints media and message board guy and fans everywhere?
0: All it's going to take is one 20-yard return. <laughs> oh, he doesn't even, <laughs> t- he doesn't even just t- one. He doesn't even need a to touchdown. I like that, Kevin. Oh, fuck no. He doesn't dude, touchdowns are hard. To, dude, touchdowns on returns are always hard to come by. You just get a 20-yard return. Just make one
1: guy miss. Just make one guy miss.
0: Do one, one spin move that makes one guy miss. Somebody hit the juke button at the right time and get 20 yards on a return. Boom.
2: Nick Underhill writing 800 words on you.
0: Saints report. I mean, they may not have the bandwidth to cover it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, speaking of which, donate to the podcast so we can continue to have all the bandwidth we need.
1: Alright. Let's get That was kind of your sponsor voice, wasn't it?
2: It was. I, it, I tried I yeah. try to I, I try to drop it in there, you know. Alright, we got That's a bunch very of official. We got a bunch of Twitter very questions. Very professional. It is, thank you. We got a bunch of Twitter questions, That's so not uh my wife's clapping because the Astros are pounding the royals. All right. My wife this is is, is a good question for you. This is a good question for you, Dave. Uh, This is from Wallace. He asks, looking forward to a dumpster fire season in San Francisco, over under three Niner wins.
1: How many times do they play the Saints? None, I don't think. None.
2: So, Dave?
3: Uh... I take over, but just barely, just barely. I think Maybe they are gonna, four or five wins.
2: They had people. They've had like Patrick Willis and Justin Smith and another dude retire, and they're like Jim Harbaugh. You can hate that weirdo all you want. He's a great do. coach. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be a catastrophe. I think. I think the. I think under Dave. I think. I think that their coach they have Tom Sula or whatever. I saw a press conference. He's not going to last the year. I'm going. Un, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going under.
1: All right, that division Kool's is tough. T- that division is tough, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Andrew. This is from Super Saiyan Saint. Uh, what would qualify? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. What qu- What would qualify as a Colston social media mess up?
1: <laughs> tweeting. him. <laughs> I was about to say that him actually tweeting.
2: Was he average That's it. Yeah, yeah he, does he does have does. a Twitter
1: account. He, he like, retweets his uh, arena football team score. Right. That's, that's really All about right. it. If, if he's if he uh, has, like, a promotional thing with kids, he'll, like, retweet All someone. All right,
2: Kevin, this is for you. Damn,
0: damn post office didn't have stamps that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Marcus Colson's slowing off. He's flowing <laughs> off the handle.
2: <laughs> he's like, I ordered a number six at Wendy's, and they gave me an eight.
3: That would
0: be the greatest I asked for I asked for honey mustard, and they just threw in barbecue sauce. For shame, Wendy's.
2: Kevin, I got a question from you from Jay Green. It's a political question, but I don't care. It made me chuckle, so I'm going to ask
0: Jesus it. Christ. If you were
2: a gay county clerk with a deeply held belief against hetero marriage and the rebel flag, dot, dot, dot,
0: I just okay.
2: like it. I liked it. It it, it just made me chuckle. I don't. Know. You don't. Have oh, okay.
0: Uh,
2: so, Kevin, uh, give us <laughs> Kevin, a you're word. not touching that one, you're huh? Not, t- not touching that one.
0: I'm not touching that with a flagpole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did like the I did like the person on Twitter that did the Super Mario with the Confederate flag and the guy jumping and it falls and he's like, I'm stealing your Confederate flag. Anyway, all right. Oh, that's nice. Uh, that's Dave. Funny. If your mother had an affair with Andy Tanner, how mad would you be on a scale of one to ten? One or a two?
1: Uh, <laughs> I, 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 on a scale of one to Tanner? You know, my, my my mother listens
3: to these podcasts sometimes, so I have to be careful. What I, oh God! <laughs> uh, if, she had, mom. if she had an affair with Andy Tanner? Wait, what? Um, from one to Tanner?
2: One to ten, yeah, but it could be one to ten, or that's more
1: fun.
3: Um how upset would I be? Yeah. Uh I wouldn't be upset at all, honestly. Uh Jerome's l- still
1: married?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um is she... <laughs> Wait, wait, now you say an affair like like this is like an ongoing thing? Or I don't like, know. Or it's, it's like just, a one night. There's break.
2: a question from Sports <laughs> uh,
1: He didn't. I mean, spe-
2: he didn't. Well,
1: ask it. the question again. How was it phrased?
2: If your mother had an affair with Andy Tanner, how mad would you be on yeah, a scale it's, of it's, one it's, to
1: ten? Oh, that Dan sounds, sounds like that sounds like a full-on thing to yeah. me. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be okay with that. I mean, my poor dad. But
2: yeah.
3: Um, I don't, I don't. Although I don't know really know how much my dad would care, to be honest with you. But
2: um, <laughs> that's going to get you in trouble.
0: I, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but it's Andy, uh, Pan, so we all know the performance won't be there. Boom. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, uh, it would be kind of cool.
3: You could say, hey, my mom's having an affair with Andy w- Tanner.
1: Wouldn't you be afraid that the Danny, Andy Tanner stare would be yeah. enough to turn her, turn her to stone? Yeah. You almost, you almost said Danny Tanner.
3: Um, <laughs> I, no, I, I gotta be honest with you. Just, it's just, it's never happening. It's just, it's just not happening. All right. All right <laughs> maybe, 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 one of your moms, but not my mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, let's see, this is from, uh, this is from Manadula. Kevin, does posing with pets in pictures get more women?
0: Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think so, but it certainly doesn't take away. Like, whatever odds you were getting before, it's about the same, um like the fact that you pose with a with a dog doesn't mean anything. Hmm. It's it's oh, does he like dogs? Okay, that's nice. Does he like animals? Okay, that's cool. Uh I I think whatever a, uh attraction a woman might have to me for liking pets is probably immediately canceled out when they see when they see how I am around my own dog because I'm a complete like goofball. <laughs> Like I treat the dog like it's a two year old. Yeah, I'm but it's a like... the
2: picture could help you though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. But what I'm saying though is that they come home, and then I'm like, "Oh, but that was that the wasn't dog. the
1: question." He, he wants to know it, it, merely photos. Is uh, that enough shows? to get you in okay. the door?
0: It, yeah, okay, uh, so if you're looking for like dating app advice, yes, use use a picture of a dog. <laughs> You, if, if you have a picture, if it's you and a pet, I would rather you listen, guys. Go with the picture of you with a pet instead of you with a baby. Yeah, I, but, women but, do not want a picture of you with a or, baby. Or, or, or if
1: too. you're Ralph, or if you're Ralph, just put the picture of the dog.
2: In. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is too, and I right. would right. stay go away from, from exotic.
2: You pets. want to stay away from exotic pets because that can be a little weird. Like if you got like a gecko or a parrot.
0: You or know. tarantula.
1: Or yeah, tarantula. No.
0: You know, like, exotic. But you go dog. Ha- hamster,
1: also yeah. a no-go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, guinea Look, dog No gerbil. Cat. Dog, cat, or horse. All right, Although
1: gerbils on. seem to work pretty good with Richard here.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, boy. That's, yeah. Ow. Boom! You, should be, you could be on Drive Time Sports Radio with jokes like that, man. It could be. <laughs> oh, man. Oh that to, was a good up,
1: that was a good urban legend right there
0: yeah I up did, next the sweet Cato Kalen burn I did a whole stand-up routine about Richard Gere and gerbils <laughs> yeah yeah', yeah. the hey, yep, off season that,
1: drop yeah, the that's
0: classic Ralph that's classic Ralph stand-up yeah, give us a little give us a little taste Ralph. come on uh, see off season. Dude, I
2: don't even remember it I know it was like a it's like a whole bit man Kevin can tell you my stand-up was either like really the crowd really loved it or they just like Booed my ass off the stage. There was no like middle ground. I was like, right. sh- I was like jumping out of a plane with a and it, it was like the parachute. It, it either worked and I landed nice and safe, or it didn't and I just was like Wily e. Coyote off the cliff. Uh,
0: or it was a fuck. It was either parachute or a <laughs> fucking anvil came out of that pack.
2: Yeah, that you know, that too. Um. Let's see, do we have any more? Oh, yeah, this is this, I guess this could be a question for, for Dave and Andrew. Does Ralph deserve a Father's Day gift, this is an old one. Does Ralph deserve a Father's Day gift, uh, even though he's technically not a father yet?
3: No, not yet. You don't get it yet. You don't no. get it yet. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely
1: not.
2: No? All right. Uh, Kevin, you went and saw uh, Jurassic World. Is it worth paying full price for
0: Worth uh, yes, it is worth pay- it is worth paying full price. Uh, it's entertaining, but it is completely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like like here's the thing: in a movie about dinosaurs being brought back to life and dinosaurs be- and hybrid dinosaurs being created that have a lust for blood and all this other kind of stuff, and in a movie in which in which, uh, fucking, oh, I can't even remember his his name now, but in, in a movie in which, uh, see, I can't even remember his character at all.
2: The dude from Parks and Rec. Right, in a movie Chris in which Pratt. the dude right. from,
0: Par- yeah, in a movie in which Chris Pratt should have died, uh, and I'm not even talking, like, died, like, oh my god, how did the dinosaur not kill him? No, in a movie in which he should have died... Because he dumped gasoline on himself earlier in the movie and never changed and then was blown back in an explosion later on in the movie and should have fucking died. <laughs> the most ridiculous the most ridiculous thing in that movie is Bryce Dallas Howard running around in the film the entire time in a pair of high heels. The entire film.
2: but you still say it's worth full price.
0: It's still worth seeing. Because here's the thing, whoever likes, like, everybody in that movie, from Chris Pratt to Bryce Dallas Howard to Vincent D'Onofrio, who's chewing up scenery as, like, this bad guy or whatever, uh, even the kids, the kid actors, uh, the acting is all really good. The acting is all really good. But whoever wrote that script (laughs) should probably be drawn and quartered in a public square.
2: speaking of people who can't write scripts... Uh, I have HBO, and I watch that show Ballers.
3: I st- Yeah, I watch that now.
2: That is a show, it has The Rock, who I like. I really like Rob Corddry. I want to like that show. I've watched <laughs> it for two weeks. I'll probably watch it again this coming week, because I pay for HBO, and I'm like, I feel like I need to get my money's worth. But that show couldn't be more meh.
3: I haven't watched the second episode yet. I'm watching it tonight, with, actually.
2: With people you actually like. It's just so meh, and for an HBO show, it's it's very disappointing. And then True, De- True Detective, I love Vince Vaughn. That's another show. The
0: second, the ep- ru- the second episode The second rule was for shows. Is, I thought the rule for shows is like you give it three episodes. Yeah,
2: I like the thing about True Detective. I, I really like the Vince Vaughn story in it, so I'll, I'll probably stick with it. Uh, Andrew, have you seen any shows that you want to review?
1: Uh n- no not really <laughs> my my wife is really into uh, that Netflix my show my wife <laughs> uh, Orange is the New Black you guys yeah I've heard that of this too. I watched that yeah. it, it's uh it's it's all right the second season's kind of been disappointing
2: people at work love that that show we we don't no this is
1: the third season
2: we don't yeah I don't have we, yeah
1: okay the third season's been disappointing sorry
2: we don't have Netflix because. We have the Astros baseball to watch every night, so we don't need Netflix. We're like uh, one
1: well, of the holy shit, You don't need Netflix. McGee.
0: Netflix is fucking. Yeah, boring.
1: I mean, it, it, it's it's uh, you know, it's it's interesting character development. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a show about women in prison. So, I me, mean, it sounds like something that guys wouldn't be into. And I'm assuming most of the people that listen to this podcast are men. <laughs> uh, besides, besides Allie, it's got the, <laughs> um, it's got the... And, and Dave's mom apparently. Thanks, Allie. We love we love it.
2: She didn't write. She didn't ask a question this week, but but we still like her.
1: actually didn't a woman. Didn't a woman? Wasn't she, a woman the primary donor? Yes, of the woman theater? was the
2: primary donor. Yeah. Uh, okay, she, so we know
1: we have three. That's we know three. we have
2: three women that listen. <laughs> uh, the yeah. orange is the new black. It's got the. It's got the. Uh, it's got the woman from uh, that '70s show, right? I like Laura it.
3: Prepon. She does, doesn't have it that does. big of a part, though. It's an ensemble
1: cast, so. Yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, and it jumps around a lot, but, um, you know, it's entertaining. It's all, it's not
2: all right. All right, so...
1: And they don't go out of... It's
3: not like a ridiculous show where, like, all the inmates are attractive. Like, they go out of their way it's, to make it semi-realistic.
2: All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Final, final topic, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. Uh, and just because, Andrew, I can't help myself, so just bear with me. The, the Pelicans... It, Found out this week, the Sixers had to pay three million dollars to the Pelicans because they didn't disclose all the in- injury information on Holiday, that he had uh, leg fractures before they traded for him. And everybody on Twitter, all the Pelican people in the New Orleans news media were like, "Eh, no big deal. So what if he had if uh, Holiday they traded for him? He had leg fractures. Uh, no big deal. we we'll just we'll just focus on the future." Kevin, if the Saints traded for Max Unger and we found out that, oh, he's got a history of leg problems that Seattle didn't tell Mickey Loomis about. How nuts would we be on this podcast and on Twitter over that?
0: Well, to start, I mean, here's the thing, though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we would be jumping Mickey Loomis shit, though. Like, everybody's jumping on the Hornets for being incompetent, which I guess says more about the, yeah. the reputation of the Pelicans versus the reputation of Mickey Loomis. Like, we would say, like, we would be demanding fucking Seattle lose a draft pick or some horse shit, whereas, whereas like, we're almost kind of saying, no, 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 Dell Demps should have to keep J. Roo Holiday. J. Roo. And if that's J. <laughs> We I don't know what the fuck his name is.
3: Drew. Yeah. Like Breeze.
0: Wait, wait wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't his name spelled with a fucking J? It is.
3: But
1: yeah, don't try Drew. to don't don't, don't attempt, say,
0: man. <laughs> don't for attempt to sake. understand. Are you kidding it. me? Are you kidding me?
1: Did Kevin really just call him J Rue?
0: We just <laughs> yeah. blew Kevin's mind. Is 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 his is his first fucking name not spelled J R U E? Yes.
1: Drew. Drew. <laughs> j Rue.
0: What the fuck? Dude, if Listen, you hang none. up a sec- Hang the fuck on. Hold up. Hold up. I can't. Hold up. I- <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? So- I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Uh,
2: <laughs> if there would have been one person what? on this podcast that would say j I would have bet it. would have been me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's Drew. You got it. <laughs> Did we serious? like, what the, what Dr. and shit is this? I don't even. That's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking
1: ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous, man. It's officially the off season.
0: It is. People always I ask me. I don't give me, a shit if it's the off. Dr- Drew?
1: I feel like Drew we're in mid season form. But... I
2: feel like we are too, Dave. People always <laughs> ask me. They're like, "When's your favorite time to do a podcast?" I'm like, "When it just goes off the rails."
1: I just, this is this is like two. This is like two and six Saints, Kevin.
2: It is.
0: He's like. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 man, really. Really? <laughs> really? So you you have
1: seriously gone these last, what, two years, three years, thinking it was J. Roo? Yeah!
0: Because <laughs> why the fuck would it be? Because what human being makes a, like... I don't know, know,
1: man, there's no hyphen in there.
0: Yeah, there's no hyphen and no apostrophe, but I mean, I mean fuck, dude! <laughs> J. Rue.
2: Like,
3: this ain't,
0: this ain't, like, it's not... It's not like fucking Django Unchained where the D is silent or some shit like that. No, they decided to make the J a fucking D sound. Like <laughs> who? Like like I, like, like, you know, like I don't
1: know. I mean, if you if you do it phonetically, it, it kind of works.
2: <laughs> He's married to one of the World Cup players from the United States.
1: Yes, he is. Oh, who's he married to? I don't know, whichever one has the last name holiday.
2: Oh, yeah. She didn't play last game because she had like cards and stuff. Soccer soccer expert
0: that I am. Oh, she's prob she's probably a babe too. Probably. She's is. She she is. God damn it. <laughs> she ma- nice, oh, married nice. a dude named J Rue. <laughs> His name is not J. <laughs> oh my god. You know what? You know you know what? Hang on a second. You know what? Fuck this. I guarantee you, maybe his parents said that they're calling him J. Rue, but a bunch of fucking people just kept calling him J. Rue, and he just finally, maybe he fucking snapped and said, fuck it, call me, Jer- call me Drew, because it's close enough. <laughs> maybe that's how it happened. I don't know. I don't know. A J becomes a D. <laughs> we are so
2: far off the path. Uh, I think. I'm
0: not the one that named <laughs> kid with a goddamn J. Like I'm not calling. I'm not naming my kid. spelled J A C K and asking everybody to call him Dak. <laughs>
2: oh my goodness!
0: Andrew dudes. That's what we ought to call him, Andrew Dooge. Dooge. <laughs> Andrew Dooge.
2: Dooge. Dooge sources. Andrew Dooge. <laughs> I don't even know where it's say... at. All right, you go to go to Saint Nation. They have their uh, black market illegitimate podcasts.
1: I actually just changed the spelling of my name to A N J R U E. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You can go to say... and an, an, call me Ann J Roo, okay?
2: Yeah, you got the mailbag going on where you're answering mailbag questions. Uh, go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave and those people over there have many, many fabulous things. Stuff. Yeah. Whatever.
3: And Some, uh, sometimes
2: Kevin. I mean Kevin, A.K.A. J Roo, is uh, on OK Cupid and Twitter. Yep. So for Andrew, for Dave, for J Roo,
0: Uh, I'm Ralph. Until next week, be well. I believe he was pronounced (laughs) yawging.